What's up, y'all? Welcome to PS Panic Room. You know how we do it every week. We always bring a fantastic guest. This week is no different. But before I start off bringing a guest, you know I got to read these comments, man, that you guys leave in the comment section. Some of y'all, boy, whoo! Y'all got some. Mm. And y'all, yes, you see I'm suited and booted. You know what I'm saying? You get suited and booted sometimes when you know when you feel like you know it's necessary. You know, I'm not saying it's not necessary other times, but you get what I'm saying. All right, y'all. From this is from oh when I had my own self in the hot seat. You know when I did my own uh, video. You know I, I interviewed myself. Um, Braxton says, this was very insightful. Keep going. Keep doing you a fan and dark skinned. Oh, uh, damn. All right. Well, shit. All right. Dark skin. Well, thank you. Dark skin. You know, Braxton. All right. Appreciate that. This is one of the ones that was the first time I met Nick Cannon. Someone, um, Romele Bill says, Pierre is corny. All right. Thank you, brother. I've heard it before, and again, as long as you view it, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm corny. Let me go to your page, all right? I'm, I'm creeping on your IG page. Let's see how cool you are. Ramelli Bill. Okay, Ramelli Bill. All right? From the Steve Harvey fallout. Okay. The real Q says, Pierre was one. Pierre was on you, my G. Well, Pierre, that was on you, my G. Oh, Pierre, that was on you, my G. You got to be prepared, especially if you're getting a couple of grand. None of your business, bro, but okay. You don't know what I was getting paid for that show. That was a huge opportunity. You can't only do 15 minutes for a 30-minute set. Now, I see you all in my business, man. That's putting more workload on the headliner. It was Steve Harvey. He ain't no problem with doing some more time. Come on, y'all. Shit. I just messed up a little bit. I was a little nervous. That's all, Blair. Y'all, all right. But, hey, I appreciate the comments. I'm going to read all of them, okay? So bring them on. Wherever my staff gives me some comments is what it is. All right, y'all. Y'all know what this show's about. And who's on the show? And y'all pretty much excited the guy I am. It's my homeboy, man, for 30 years. I've known this brother for 30 years, okay? it's a lot of friendship coming. In fact, he came all the way from Birmingham, Alabama to do the show for me, man. I really, really appreciate it. I mean, that's a long little drive, man. I know some people only do 20 minutes to come around the corner for me, but that's okay. He's here. Y'all have seen him. He, to me, he's a titan in the comedy world, okay? There's a kings of comedy. I hear all that, but he's a titan. His resume is ridiculous, y'all. You know him. You love him. He's one of my good friends. I really appreciate him coming, y'all. Give it up for the one and only Mr. Ricky Smiley! If I, if I, if I would have known, I would have, you know what I'm saying? That's why I didn't want to tell you, because I didn't want you to right. outdress me, because you outdress me, man. Golly, man. I, you, you had a recent photo shoot that's been going ridiculous, man. I had I had to go and kill him. You know, you have to do a photo shoot like every seven years okay. or whatever to kind of reinvent yourself right. I feel or whatever. You. I feel you. And then this one, I didn't do the Beijing. Okay. So I okay. just let the gray come on out. Nothing wrong with that. You know Nothing wrong with that. But, but you know, a lot, there's a lot of guys in their 60s. I got an uncle like 73. Right. And jet like like jet black like 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 who are you fooling yeah yeah jet like yeah like jet black yeah jet black <laughs> but look so what made you do okay so you the seven years since you did a photo shoot I, I mean it's been about five to seven years ago okay okay since okay. the last time I did a photo okay, shoot okay okay because I don't like to do them you know what a lot of people don't realize I don't either man <laughs> I hate I to do them but, but people say but we got to do them in a way because right. you know you know how yeah, you I used to have a headshot that was 
15 years old. <laughs> the black and white. Say, what? Did you order from Missouri when we first man, I damn near had a pacifier in my mouth. I was so young in a picture, man. Like, right. I walk in the room, they're like, that ain't you, bro. Yeah. That ain't you. <laughs> right. Because right. I didn't like to take pictures, man. I didn't feel like taking pictures. Yeah, man. Makeup and, and yeah, the lip yeah. gloss right, and the right, people right, touching right. on you. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Well, well, let me ask you, um, who, who came up with the, the concept of the clothes? Did you have a, a designer? No, I was a stylist. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh -huh. I was in Chicago for three days. Uh, we had three shows with D-Ray Davis. Okay, yep, yep, yep. At the Just Airy Crown. He do it on New Year's. Mm -hmm. D-Ray is like my little brother. Okay. So uh, I was like, well, that Saturday, uh, that Friday, which I had nothing to do all day. Okay. So Chicago has some of the best photographers, some of the best stylists. It's a big city. One of my favorite cities. A absolutely. You know, you go in, you get your Giordano's pizza, you go get your Garrett's popcorn, or you go Uncle Remus, go get you some chicken or whatever, you know. Right. And uh, so I was like, I have nothing to do but wait for the show that night. So right. I got up at 5 a.m. And we just shot until noon, from 5 a.m. to noon. Now, you have some slick clothes on it, for real. Do you, uh, like... Is that your new look? I mean, I mean, are you the type of person that say put on, put on whatever you want to put on? Let me look, let me look yeah, at it. Or you I choice? go with different looks. Like I'm not like sometimes I'm in the mood for suits or whatever. Right. Then I go through my little. Uh, you know, you have to kind of see what's out there, what everybody rocking. Okay. Or whatever. So I try to be updated because you're on the radio every day. So okay. you went from hip hop radio to R and B okay. or whatever. So you got to be. You just can't be. You know, have on the uh, mighty clouds of joy suits with the square toe gators. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you know, we Call just did the, on the Lord, <laughs> on the Lord. We, <laughs> we, just, we just did Detroit together, right? And right. Detroit is heavy for gators and all that. And oh, I remember yeah. one time I went and bought some gators from a place called, I think it's City Slickers or something like that, or Broadway. One, one was cheaper than the other. I bought them for $100. I didn't know any better. You know, gators would cost a lot of money. Right. Man, I told that audience, I thought I was We're, proud of them. Across from the Anthenium. Right, right, store. exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I walked out and I said, yeah, I got these gators for $100. Detroit damn near laughed me off stage, man. I didn't know that, that was a cheap price for some gators. I didn't wear gators serious? like that. I didn't know that. They're like, man, if you don't get that damn cheap-ass gators out of here, man, I said, hell no. Because Detroit is real with the gators. It was a dude in the audience had on a blue mink. I thought Cookie Monster because the uh, light was in my face. Right, right, right. And dude right. came in with a blue mink with a hoodie on, man. Just Detroit got, like, that's... Detroit, you know, so I, I used to joke about that. You gotta Detroit, come with it. When it comes to gators, they try to outgator each other. Oh, I yeah. saw a dude with damn near teeth snapping in the front. He had, he had a snout of yeah, gator real on the alligators. I said, yeah. hell no. And every, I tell people, the, 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 back in the days, the, the, uh, the cameraman would make more money than the comedians because everybody want to take pictures. Right. You know what I'm saying? For like right. intermission, like all people in Detroit, when they, when they go out, they need to have a picture <laughs> of that. And him and his girl got to look alike, and you better back up and get my shoes in your shit. Yeah. If I don't yeah. see the shoes in the shot, I ain't paying you for that. You better Polaroid. be sharp when you go to Detroit. You better Man. have your, your game got to be tight or you'll get laughed off the stage. That's true. Facts. That's true. And what's cool about going to Detroit with this, this show is me, you, Faison, uh, Damon Williams, uh, 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 Capone. Capone. And it was cool, man, the, the camaraderie of us, man, the yeah. years of us on stage. You know, I do some shows sometimes. You got some of the young cats or some people right. that don't get along with each other in the back. You know, it's, it's a business. We get it. You right. know, whatever, whatever. But here I felt like for the Detroit show, with us, I felt like we were all cheering for each other. We hadn't seen each other in a long yeah. time. We were cheering for each other. For me, Pierre, I couldn't even really perform at the best of my ability because what? I, well, that was only because I haven't seen you perform in years. Yeah, in years. Right. I haven't seen Damon in years. Right. I hadn't seen Capone. Right. And I never seen, never seen Face on Love perform. When you told me, I didn't believe that. I never met Face on Love. I've interviewed him on my morning man. show several times, and I never met man. Big Worm. And and I swear, man, it was like, you know. And we've been texting each other ever since. Right, like me, right. you, Face on, sure. like we've been on the text like ever since. Sure, like it was sure. just 
just to watch y'all rock or right, whatever. Right. It was a breath of fresh air because I hadn't seen all OGs. Well, you triple OG. Right, right, right. Triple, uh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. I don't care what you say. All right. <laughs> we might be the same age, but right, you've been right, in right. the game longer yeah, than me. I started 17. Yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to your situation. Yeah. When did you first start? You know, you know, like when? when how, what, what, what made you think you would be funny enough to go on stage? I used to. Um, I was going to Alabama State University, so we used to charge people to sit at our table, sit at our table in the cafeteria. So I was sitting there and roast with some guys from right, you right. know from other cities or whatever. But we was like in high school. Okay. We were charging people a dime. You want to sit at this table? You had to pay a dime. Damn. How yeah, yeah. Is, how old is you? Dime yeah, is I'm class. I'm high school class eighty seven. Shit. Yeah. So dime. Okay. A popsicle was like a, a thirty cent. You a triple OG? Shit. Goddamn dime. In age, but but, but right, yeah, okay. but, but we were but we would sit there and roast all the time. Sure, sure, sure. So a comedian took me to a comedy club. Okay. And I saw him on stage and he was pretty good. Right, um, right. Uh, 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 Charles Jenkins. I remember him. Uh, he was a Christian, com Christian okay. comic. And I was like, I think I could do that right there. So mm -hmm. I went back uh, about a couple of months later sure. and I did open mic night. Sure. So I did open mic night for four months. But was you afraid when you first went on stage, the first time you went on stage? Or did you feel because uh, you were around your friends? Well, see, I was always hosting the high school talent show. Oh, well, you used to. Every okay. year in high school from the 10th grade to the 12th grade, I was always hosting the high school talent show. And I would like do impressions of certain teachers and right. make fun. Who, well, who is this? Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. have everybody cracking up. So I was, and I was always in plays. Okay. And then wow. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a musician, so I'm a pianist. I'm a, okay. uh, so I'm always symphonic band, jazz band, the trumpet, the baritone, French horn, the tuba. Okay. Uh, I always assembly programs, all that shit. Right, oh, right, right. Curse. No, no, you know. You can, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't make no money. I'm so used way. to doing radio. <laughs> no, no, okay. Right, right. But no, relax, man. It's what it yeah. is. Uh, it's your water over there in case you need okay. to get something. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, okay. So you went on, you started doing comedy for four months, amateur night. Um when did you take it to the next level of, um, you know, did you get paid soon? Yeah, I got paid $100 at the comedy club. Same guy, Bruce Ayers, gave me oh, yeah. my first opportunity. Uh, I, I opened from Mark DeShera. I remember that dude. What a white dude, white dude with dude, the long yeah. curly hair. I remember Mark California, yeah, Mark yeah. DeShera. And uh, I opened for him. And then the next time I opened, he put me on the show with George Wallace. Wow. So that's a, that's wow. the second headliner. And then I opened for Carl Strong. And then James Stevens the third. Wow. Uh, but 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 can I tell you some history? No, no, come on, talk to me. Talk to me. So I, so I performed for white people for like I was gonna ask you about that. A year and a half, two yeah. years. Right. So I went to a black comedy club Ooh. in a, in Atlanta called the Comedy Act Theater. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. I so Earthquake and I we used to do this club called the Spira Gyra in Carrollton, Georgia. Okay. No, it's no. it's kind of like an Applebee's, and they would put a, a a a stage in the corner, and Gary Abdo would book acts. Or whatever, right. and uh, so he was like, "Come on, come go to Atlanta." Well, with what year me. was this roughly? This had to be uh ninety. Okay, ninety. Ninety. Right, go ahead. So he was like, "Hey, come on, we're gonna go to a black comedy club called the Comedy Act Theater," and so we went in there, man, and uh, uh we paid. We had to pay. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We right. paid. Who was to get you? In. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't right. Nobody so we went in there. We stood in the back, and guess who was on stage? Who? Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> was, I, was I really the first comedian I ever saw in a black comedy club was you. And I sat there. I told you I've been black a long time. I, 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 and I sat there. I get really excited. I'm excited just telling this, no, man. No, no, go ahead. Because you was on stage performing. You was funny that night or whatever. And uh, you came off stage and you came back to the bar. I remember that. And I uh, spoke to Earthquake. And uh, mm -hmm. I walked up to you like, hey, man, how you doing? My name is Ricky Smiley. I said, I'm doing an open mic now. He was like, yeah, man, yeah, man. All right, man, keep doing what you're doing. Just just stay with it. Stay okay. with it. Okay. And uh, you was really nice to me the All first right. night I met. I, I had been done getting my. 
I, I, I. No, no, no bro. I, I, I get emotional because I'm, a, I'm, um, um, nobody, nobody have to be nice to you. You understand? Right, right, right. I we, we 50 now. Right, right. Sure, sure, sure. I get emotional, uh, and it's not just that. How the emotions come from? I feel um, you on it. You know, I went, I went out to L.A. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anywhere to stay. Mm -hmm. Um. I was nervous because I had never sure. performed in L.A. before. Sure. You let me come to your apartment. Mm -hmm. You let me sleep on your floor. Mm -hmm. Then you was nice enough and kind enough mm. to take me to the, the set. Because uh, Terry Tuff stayed there, too. Terry Tuff, Terry Tuff was sleeping on the couch. I slept on the floor. That was a BET, right? BET comedy. Wow, we was getting paid $150. I remember that, brother. You took me over there. You Not only did you take me over there, you coached me. You said, hey, man, it's L.A. You need to relax. Go on stage and have fun. And you stayed there with me and gave me a ride back to your apartment. I had nothing. I didn't have no money. I barely had a plane ticket. Uh -huh. So when you asked me, to, um, asked me to come over here to do this, sure. two-hour drive ain't nothing. Oh man, I appreciate uh, that, bro. Really. Uh, so I, 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 it really meant a lot to me, and I have so much respect for you. I see you as a, you know, a triple OG and a big brother. You was one of the first to, 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 to make ways with me, and that kind of got me, got me going, and got me started. So I, I'll never forget, and I just, I appreciate want, that. Want to tell you, thank oh, you, man. I, no, I Without getting that. all the emotion, I, I'll start crying. I'll, uh, I'll cry when I get in the car and go home. Oh shit! I'll cry, but I can't cry because chicks watching. <laughs> right. No, I, I ain't got no viewers, so you alright? Just me and you gonna watch this motherfucker. Yeah, okay. Don't worry about nobody watching yeah, this. That's a lie. Uh, no, I'm watching. No, I, no, man. But I, I thank you for that, man. I, I, it, there's, there's no reason why not to be cool to somebody, not, 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 not to be nice to somebody in this business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they done nothing to you, man. And I right. would believe in pay it forward. If I did that to you, I hope you would do it for someone else, man. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and, and I mentor a lot of comics because of. The way you treated me, I pay it for comedian Rita Brent. Yep, I'm the first one to ever take Corey Holcomb on the road. I'm the wow. first one to ever. Uh, I I put Corey Holcomb. He was doing open mic night in Chicago. He said, "Man, how can I get out of Chicago?" And I I booked him on shows. I had him opening for me. Corey Holcomb, Rod Man, comedian yes. JJ Williamson, wow, uh, comedian Rita Brent, right, uh, right whatever. Right. I mentored all of them, man, and uh, I let a lot of comics JB. Uh, well, JB was doing it, but a lot of comments came over and slept on my couch and slept on my see, floor. See, and I, I I treated this thing like it was a fraternity. They, you, you understand? And that's what it is because we all go through the same stuff. It really is, and, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's why I fight so hard for comedians, you mm -hmm. know, to be respected. Like if I'm emceeing the show, you're gonna be quiet for the comics. Like you said, and I remember I, I like what you said on stage. You can tease me, you can talk about me. Right. But these brothers here or sisters, you're gonna listen to them. Right. I'm gonna find your ass if you don't. Bring don't all the power to yeah, me. Exactly. But don't disrespect but, the guests. Right. I can't, now some comics don't care. Some well, MCs. I learned from, I learned from yeah. you. Because well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have to have the best set. Here's the deal: whoever's going, whoever the headliner is, it's about them. I have nothing to prove. I performed in Detroit a hundred times. I don't have anything to prove. My job is to make sure that Damon Williams, Capone, Pierre, and Faison have a good show. Wow. Number one priority. Wow, right. And I just fill in in between right. and do what I'm supposed to do. That's what I was taught. That's what I watch you do. Right, right. That's what cool. I watch Steve do. Right. And I'm just trained.
Right, right, so, right. Wow, wow. That's, that's true. But I, I'm not glad you said it because I feel the same way. When I'm hosting the show, I used to host a big thing in Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out to Phoenix, Arizona. I was the MC, big theater. I used to bring like five shows per year, you know, there. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about me no more. I was like, y'all, y'all do it. Y'all have a good time. Right. I'll, 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 if it goes down, I'll bring it up. Right. Between the comedians. After that, I don't have to be the star of the show. But so many people have that ego of, I got to be the star of the show. I got to be, I'm going to tear it up. I'm going to run. And, and it, to me, it ain't about that. Just well, do your time and do what you do. We secure. That's why. Well, secure. We don't have nothing to prove. Right, right, right. When you don't right. have nothing to prove, man, you secure or whatever. You don't have to do all that extra stuff and all that vibrato, man. You just cool. Right. How, how did you wind up getting the host comic view? I was one of the, I was a little <laughs> jealous about that. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna be real. I'm about to cry on this motherfucker, okay? Shit, okay. But it's gone, gone. <laughs> Shit, if you're gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> he, he hell, nigga. Shit. I was, I was, what the fuck? He get on this mama. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you some more about this, brother. Come on, we have a time to sit down. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's a long line behind me with jealous too, nigga. Don't think I was the only one. We all were like Ricky. What? Well, they had to let they had to let Lester Berry host first. <laughs> so what happened? They they turned. You remember they turned Comic View into a competition? competition? Yes, I remember that. So you do a special. Mm -hmm. So they pick what twelve people to do a special, mm -hmm. and then they vote on who's gonna be the host. Right. So that's what happened. I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what it was. So I did. This, I, I I went up there. I had a killer set. And they said we're gonna you're gonna do an hour special, right? So you go, you perform. I think they give you like five thousand dollars. Oh, that's a lot of money. Or fifteen hundred between fifteen hundred five thousand. BET about fifteen hundred back in the day. Yeah, it was I think it was fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, don't five thousand BET nigga. Okay, shit. You get five thousand yeah. the host. <laughs> right, right. You, you get five thousand the host the whole season. The whole season. <laughs> I'm about to say the whole season. What the fuck? You had five thousand shows. Okay. Right, BET. Right. <laughs> Everybody thought you made it when you made a BT. Like, no, nigga, I ain't making it when I made a BT. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, so what happened? You go, you go host the show. Uh, uh, you do the special, uh -huh. and then they decide who had the, the the best special. Right. And then you become the host. So I hosted oh. in two thousand when it came to Atlanta. Right, right, so right. So that was perfect. And then I hosted again in two thousand and four when okay. I went back to LA. So what happened is when I hosted in Atlanta, the rating was so high. Or whatever, because I had you remember I had the little cobblestone comedy club right, in right, 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 I remember that. So Pierre, yeah. I was on stage every weekend. I was on stage every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So when you're on stage like that in the same spot, you develop so much material. Yes, yes. Your timing is just unbelievable. Yeah, not that, yeah. not the fact that you're a great writer. Your right. timing because you you perform every yeah, weekend. You got a stage to work with, so you got to come with new stuff because the same audience every weekend. Right. Sure. So all that experience, and then it just boom. Once you get out on stage, like, oh, this guy's really funny. Not necessarily really funny. You just got all that stage nice time. Right, right, Anybody right. that preach, right. that preach all the time, and he do revivals, he gonna come to your church on men's day, and they will have the paramedics. I was like, this dude preach so good. Right. This guy is anointed by God. Not necessarily <laughs> nigga preach all yeah, the time. Yeah, he, right. he, been, he been rehearsing, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what happened. I moved to Dallas, Texas in 2000, in September 2000, right after 9-11, 2001. Right. And I got a, someone told me, I was in, and they said, um, Ricky Smiley's at the Bronco Bowl, right? And I said, okay, okay I think it's a comedy club. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go <laughs> I remember club. that. I, I, I'm going to go see him. I'm going to pull up. Uncle Ricky say, what's up at the little Bronco Bowl? So I pull up. In a, I, I get there. And first of all, the parking lot was huge. It had about, you know, 500 cars. I'm like, nigga, Ricky Smiley, this motherfucker? What is, what is it? So then I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm hating. You know, and so I'm jealousy. So I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's going to be a couple people up in that bitch. I walked in, and it was like 2,500 people. It was packed. It's yeah. about that, right? I yeah, said. Ricky Smiley and who in this motherfucker? I said, hell, my God. 
everybody from Ricky. I hadn't seen you for so long. I didn't right. know you jumped up really quickly. I said, what? So I went to backstage. Yeah. At first, I watched your show, and I thought it was so dope about your show. You came out and did yourself, and then you went, then you went intermission, like where you went away, and they show clips of you from Comic View on yeah. on screen. And you remember the piano was right there, so yeah. I was like, What's the, I never really seen a comic do that. Most comics just do jokes, you know. That's right. it. And then you came out as Miss Bertrice, is it Bertrice? Bernie Jenkins. Bernie Jenkins. Yeah. Then you came out changed by her. I was like, this thing got a whole show like a Vegas act. <laughs> I said, no wonder he's at the Bronco Bowl. I'm over here at the Toilet Bowl for $200 for the weekend and shit. He had the Bronco Bowl. You had Dominique was on the show. I don't know if you remember yes. that. Yes. Yep. And I was like, wow, Ricky See, Smiley man, has watching, arrived. Watching James Stevens III. Shout you out to James Stevens. Yeah, yeah, James yeah, Stevens yeah. III, man, you watching all this stuff. You watching Carl Strong. You watching comedians mixing music and their musical uh, capabilities with their, with their comedy. Yeah, but and you had a whole show, though, man. You had yeah. comedy. You had personations. You were on the piano. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you right. had videos of it. It was like a real show. Did you come up with that concept, or did Gary come up with that? Because uh, Gary said he come up with it. Uh, well, kind of Gary yeah, uh, yeah. kind of encouraged me to do it, so okay. I had all those characters and stuff. That, yeah. that, that was really dope. Again, I yeah. had not seen a comic do that. Um, yeah. When did you feel like you made it? Around that time, like, like, like you was on the next level. Like, okay, we passed the comic club. We passed a little small situations. Uh, right about two, I started doing theaters like um, – 2000, 2002, man, we was right, rolling. Right, right, right. We was doing wow. theater seat, 3,500. I would do, when I, when I would do Atlanta Civic Center, Right. I would do two shows. How, do two how shows. does it feel to go, because I ain't been to that level yet, how does it feel to go from you know, being a struggling comic to now mm. you're doing theaters and they selling out? They selling out. It's being, a lot of hard work, uh, uh, Pierre, man. It's a grind. Like, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I, I just thank God for allowing me to see some of the things that I've seen because one of the things that I, I learned uh, Pierre, if I could do it all over again, I would do a lot of stuff different. Really? All money ain't good money. Ooh, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? All money ain't good money. You know what I'm saying? Know it's, that, it's, I, a, it's a lot of people in the cemetery chasing that star. All money's not good money. So you're saying like the people you're working with might be that wasn't nah, good to me? not necessarily that, man. It's just some stuff like, you know, hey, I, I don't, you don't have to do everything. Mm. It's okay to sit your, sit up and go sit at home and enjoy yourself for the okay. weekend and spend time, you know, okay. with your kids. And right, just, right. Just like what I'm doing now. Just That's, simplicity. Right, right. Everything right. streamlined, everything sleep like today. I woke up, I did radio, three and a half hours. I got off, took my time, I ate I I, I ate some breakfast. I had mm -hmm. some, I had a waffle and some bacon. Like, I mm -hmm. really made some waffle mix. Oh, oh okay. Well, I put some bacon it. in the oven. Okay. And I sat there and ate. I watched the news. Okay. Got okay. in my truck, and I drove over here. Came over here, took a meeting, and then came over here to do this. And I go home, go to bed, get up, do radio tomorrow, have a free day tomorrow. I like what you say about all money and good money because – I'll be honest, I, I believe I messed my marriage up when I was younger because I was chasing to be famous and I was doing yeah. every show and I wasn't in tune with my wife. I'd come home, I'd make the money and I'd come home and we'd go to a nice dinner on a Sunday and she's there talking about her week or whatever and I'm eating and I'm just thinking about other shows to do and I was just thinking about yeah. doing every little show. I mean, one time I, I felt bad, I'll tell you a quick story. I went to I went to her her her, her job uh part Christmas party and I remember she was there and I had to go do a 15 minute set at the comedy store and I left her there to go do the comedy store man mm -hmm. and my wife was by herself now other people had couples and stuff and I was like I'll never do that again I didn't think at the time yeah. I'm trying to make it I'm trying to chase every dollar every situation and you're right I was, as I look back I regret it and I asked my wife I bought her all kind of material goods and stuff I said I bought you everything when we were talking about divorce she said yeah but you didn't give me time I mean you gave me everything but time right and I said you know what I'll never do that again and that's why I like what you do with your grandkids and your grand you spend time and with Cat in the cradle and the silver spoon, mm -hmm. right. little boy blue and the man in the moon. Mm -hmm. 
when you're coming home, Dad. I don't know when, but we'll get together. Then you is that Jim Croce or is that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my sons' favorite song, man. Oh, that that, 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 that song so deep, man. If you ever heard it, right, right, right. The cat right, yeah. in the cradle, right, the silver right. spoon. Yeah, time good. go by so fast and they grow. It's a deep song. Right. But me and my oldest son, we always sing it all right, the time, right? Because that was like really what we went through. You right. didn't have time. You was busy. Now your son grown and you need you got time. Now right. he don't have time. Right, sure, it's huh. a it's a great story and. Uh, so you know, now, you go makes, through stuff. That makes sense. All right. So when you start, when your trajectory started moving, and I'm talking about it moved, Ricky. I'm, I'm, I'm see, you, you were in it, but I was back there watching it and seeing how, when it started really taking off. Mm. Um, it seemed like you had a, a real good stamp from Steve, Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. You know when that yeah. stamp hit, when he officially stamped you, like saying you were like pretty much the next one and stuff. Mm -hmm. You felt that. Um, I think y'all did a special. You did a special in New York or but, something like that. Was that before that, Pierre? I was opening. I had opened up. Did some of those dates. That guy Tory can do open it up for the Kings of Comedy. I didn't know that. And uh, so he came to Birmingham. I was on the Buck Wild Morning Show. Uh, not Buck Wild from New York, but it was no, another right, Buck right. Wild. Light skin dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. Right, yeah, right. I remember. Sammy I like Mack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was on this morning show. And uh, uh, Steve came because the Kings of Comedy was coming. Mm -hmm, Bernie mm -hmm. Mac said, DL, Steve. And uh, and I, it, the energy was good on the morning show. Steve said, hey, you need to come open up for the Kings of Comedy tonight. And I was like, what? What? So, man, I got off the air, jumped in my car, drove to Atlanta because that was my visitation weekend. I never miss a visitation weekend for my son. Picked up my son from school, drove all the way back to Birmingham, went wow. and found the suit, got dressed, went and found somebody to tailor the suit. And I walked wow. up on stage. He said, you got to do three minutes. I had to ride. I had to share dressing rooms with Steve. I had to be quiet, speak to when spoken to. I just had discipline or whatever. And... um Walked on stage, I did three minutes, and I introduced Steve. What Steve did was, instead of him coming on stage with the music or whatever, he stopped the applause. He told me to come back out. He said, Birmingham, I just need y'all to know, this is the next one. Wow. He did that. Wow. And I, I, I remember um, walking off stage, and I went in the bathroom, and I just cried. Sure, sure. Because you, did that, you did that for me in my hometown, and we had the, they was at the Jefferson Civic Center. And he told me to come in and sit down, and there's Bernie Mac, there's Cedric the Entertainer, wow. there's D.L. Hughley, and everybody's shaking your hands. I knew Sed right. because I was I used to be Sed's opening act. Steve introduced me to Sed. Eric Rome was my one of my first manager. Why was it? Okay. So Got I was I, I went I went to some of the places that I went to for the first time. I was opening for Sed. Hmm. And uh, but but just to sit there and see that and looking at this, I'm like I'm gonna. I hope to do something like this one day. I never did it, but I did it when I uh, got on the Martin Lawrence uh, lit, uh, lit, lit mm -hmm. AF tour. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the best things that ever happened in my whole career. That was like, really? Yeah, And man. that just recently happened. Oh, yeah. That was. Oh, uh, Ricky, we got a lot before then. But you, yeah. you had your own sitcom. That, that, yeah, that I was, did. Yeah, I remember I came down and watched it and stuff. I think Jamie Brown was out on, on yeah. it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, yeah, sitcom. And, that, yeah. and then uh, six, uh, two, that was. Two seasons of that with J. Anthony Brown and Ray J. And then I had six seasons of Ricky Smiley for real. For reality real, right, show. right, the reality show. That Me was and my great. kids, yeah, radio personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in Dish Nation. Right, right, right. No, I know that, but I'm saying for you to say that was the biggest thing. Uh, you had a lot yeah. of stuff. In, it's funny. I sat back. I said, I'm gonna it's talk so, to my man Ricky. I said, I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna talk to my boy Ricky. We are gonna talk about some stuff that we went through and did some funny stuff. Right. And then all of a sudden, I said, let me Google him first. <laughs> I started looking at that list. I said, yeah, I'm not about to talk about all all this. So you know what? Right. For Ricky Smiley fans, I ain't talking about everything. You can Google the rest of this in between shit. Right. Okay. I'm gonna talk about the time me and him and T Rex were in Virginia. <laughs> 
And we saw this old lady walking in there. With the white hair? Right. And she had a white hair. And I said, it looked like she got a con candy cotton, con cotton candy bush. And this boy fell out for like 20 minutes. Man, I hit the floor. <laughs> she looked like Mary Bethune McCloud or something. She had yeah. a big old boy. <laughs> yeah, you and, you and uh, uh, T-Rex. T-Rex. Y'all was walking through the mall roasting everybody. 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 And uh, we was at the uh, the How was it the Howard Johnson Hotel? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what the they Howard did. Howard Johnson yeah, Hotel, yep, yep, yep. In the Comedy Zone, Comedy Zone, in tour. Virginia. And, yes. uh, uh, and, and I was just to be with y'all that weekend, man. That was everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we have oh. <laughs> everything. Every she, time we see, we always talk about cotton candy bush. Cotton candy bush. That old lady had like she, like you did. You, look, look, you just go to a bush. And, uh, 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 right. Swirl up and shit. It's just the way it looked. Y'all had been there. It was a little light up in that sucker. Oh, yeah. man. They, fact, they, they, they roasted everybody that oh, walked yeah. by. That's what we do. Like, okay, I'm like, I, I need to get better at my roast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. T-Rex is a beast with that, yeah. too, man. We loved it. Um, I remember one time we came to Birmingham. And right after that, we came to Birmingham excited to see you. Because yeah. we were doing a show, me and T-Rex, and we said, we're going to hang out with We all going to hang out. I said, oh, cool. And we're waiting for you. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Did he go Hollywood? Did, did, did Ricky go Hollywood? On? We waited again because we all ride together. Right. And you did not come. You did not come to my show. I said, man, fuck Ricky. I thought Ricky was cool like that. <laughs> and I turned what around and I said, you got shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember you got shot? Yeah, We were we waiting for you that day. You got shot. Right. We like, what happened to Ricky? And the Ricky never showed up. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, man, I got shot. I almost died. Well, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Pierre, they was robbing. Uh, all right, so I had a 300ZX T-top. You should have been robbed for that. You should, yeah, yeah. You should have been in trouble for that. But no, no, dog. Back then, yeah, you're right. You're that was right. '95. Right. If you had a 300 ZXT <laughs> top, we had to take the tops off, put the, the in top the in the trunk. trunk. Yeah, yeah. You was, you was riding. It was summertime, <laughs> and um, so on the news that morning, they found Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman's body. Okay. Right, and they say there's word about is is OJ Simpson had something to do right, with this. Right. Sure. So I'm on my way home and somebody hit me up on the page. I look at my page, you know, some chick done beat me or whatever, cause mm -hmm. I'm hosting a little comedy because so, you know, somebody hit me. So I stopped at the pay phone. There was no cell phones right, unless you right, was a drug right, dealer. Right, right, sure. We didn't get our first cell phone until right. we started, you know, doing comedy for the little, little drug dealer right, down sure. in Baton Rouge. That's when all the comedians we'll got so their again. first burnout phone. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I do know it. I, I, <laughs> me and Corey, me, me and uh, Kenny Howard and Corey Hogan, we got our, uh, our cell phone the same weekend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And so, so, <laughs> so I stopped. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it too. Damn, Nino Brown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I, so I, I stopped at the payphone. A guy was using the payphone next, next to me. Okay. <clears throat> the guys came out. They was robbing him. They said, "Get up." He said, "Man, they ain't got nothing." It was like, boom. They said, "Now get up." Shot you because they, he ain't give it up. They didn't ask me for nothing, Pierre. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you I, gave I, it up. You I would have gave it up. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grabbed my side, I started running, you know, and then, you know, I'm running like uh, Ricky right. was when he got oh, shot. Oh, hell no. On, on boys. Boys, on, boys, uh, boys, boys in the hood. Right, right, right. right. That's why I can't no! watch. <laughs> no, Ricky smiling. Right. Not Ricky. <laughs> Ricky smiling. <laughs> Ricky smiling. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So I ended up in a hospital, and, uh, and that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I, I got shot, and, and uh, th that, that. I'm still dealing with that because, really? yeah, bro, my daughter got shot last year. Right, I was going to get in that. Yeah, right? wow. So that was a trigger, right? Right, it makes and sense. And it just kind of is it, messed up because we serve the community, and we're a family of five, and two of us are gunshot victims, not by a white police officer, 
by our own people. Watch out now. Watch out now. From the community which we serve. Watch out now. I said it. Yeah, yeah. That's my life. It happened. And, you know, so my daughter got shot. So now that was like a triple trigger. Mm -hmm. It brought back my stuff. Mm -hmm. And then your youngest daughter, that's a, a sophomore at Baylor University in Waco, Texas, mm -hmm. gets shot on her birthday. I'm on the yeah, air. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That I'm was... on the air doing my radio show, and I read my text message. My daughter's mother said, hey, you know, Aaron got shot last night. Uh, she's going into surgery. I'm like, what? I'm on the air. Right. I'm like in the middle of a radio show. Wow. I COVID came, so there were no flights from Birmingham to Dallas. So I had to fly to Dallas. Uh, no, not to oh. Birmingham to Houston. So I had to fly to Dallas, to DFW, drive to Houston. To, no, drive to the other airport in Dallas. Love oh, field, oh, love, love, right, right, and right. then fly from fly get on Southwest and fly from Love Field to Houston Hobby, mm. only to make it to the hospital to sit outside. Can't go in the hospital. What, what as a parent? What, what did? Because I wonder what my parents felt. What did you feel? You, she's alive, so that's good. Yeah. So you had to be happy for at least that part of it. But what goes through your mind? You know, your daughter Pierre, gets shot. Let me, let me tell you the craziest part. So my daughter got shot. I stayed in Houston for the rest of the week, um, and that Saturday came. Okay. Turkey leg hut. All of the restaurants, people sent flowers. Nice. Portia Williams, you know, different ones sent flowers. Shaq called ever. So, wow. so I'm at my uh, my daughter's mother's townhouse, and my parents were there, and my my baby mama, my daughter's mother's parents were there. My other kids were there. We were all there. It was a lot of flowers. And a lot of food. What does that feel like? Yeah, funeral. A repass. Yeah, yeah, right. The yeah. only difference was your daughter sitting there yeah. on the couch with a cast on her leg, and she got shot twice. And you sit there, and if and you see all of these flowers and all of this food and people there, and wasn't nobody celebrating nothing. Wasn't nothing to celebrate. Everybody was just like it felt like a repass. Mm -hmm. The only difference was that person was still your alive. daughter sitting there on the couch. That's that's the thing that I can't get out of my head. That that had me feeling some kind of way. So, I went to work Monday. Went back to Dallas, and I'm on the air, and I probably playing Tupac. I get around, and I was on the air. All right, y'all. 15 minutes after the hour, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Gary got the tea and the clue today. Coming up next, here's Tupac. I get around, and it was like somebody came and whispered, "Somebody just shot your daughter." I freaking lost it in the studio. Mm -hmm. I lost my mind. Mm. This days later, and that was the first time that it really just uh, 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 hit me. And I had to leave work, and I couldn't go work, work next day. I was traumatized. Traumatized. Okay. Right then, I lost it. They had to. They had to take somebody. Had to drive me home. And this okay, is days later. Okay. Yeah. I was saying, why, why did it take days? I'm. I'm just thinking. Why did it take? Why it's it it's just that? like, like it's just like when somebody died, man. You you get so caught up in the. Funeral arrangements, getting the flowers, writing out the obituary, doing all this stuff. Then you go to the funeral, then you go to the cemetery. And then when you're at home and you're quiet all of a sudden, or when you come off stage. Bro, when you come off stage, it hit me. Like, my granddad died. Oh, okay, hold on. So no one verbally, no one really came. It's just in your mind. My mind. Oh, that's, okay, I'm about to say. It was like somebody come? walked up oh, behind me and was like, okay. somebody just said, right, shot sure, your daughter. Sure, sure. And that shit, it, it, I, I fell apart. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Well, I'm glad she survived and all that. But, you know, maybe the celebration, it was a celebration. She was alive, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody sitting around eating and stuff. They think, yeah. you, you know, 
Right now, it's a lot the of The turkey leg hut was good. Was it, was the, the it? The turkey leg with the, the macaroni and cheese, and they had some little greens, man, they, they, these little silver pans. Right. So, yeah, it was, it was good. Because you don't get that at the repast. It's always churches. And then the uh, Baptist macaroni and cheese that you have to cut, cut like a right, brownie. Right, right, sure. But you sure. have full gospel like macaroni and cheese, but then you have the hard macaroni. But I tell you what, uh, uh, this ADD kicking in. Bone Crusher, the rapper, make oh, the, make yeah, the right. best Macaroni, macaroni and cheese. cheese of all time. I'm trying to get him on the show. I will put Bone Crusher macaroni and cheese, what? and he will not release the recipe. Three cheeses at least? At least I don't, no, no, no. no he, he showed me some of the stuff that he put. People in here have had it. Bone Crusher, the rapper, make the best damn. Him and I heard this. you saying online, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Tell y'all blow up Bone Crusher. Stalk him. Tell them to release the Kraken. <laughs> ah, release, release the, the, the Kraken. Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So with all the success, let's go back a little bit. So all the success. So you started doing all these movies and, 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 and you did a whole bunch of movies. You killed it in, um, in, on Friday. Next, <laughs> Friday, Friday up the next. next. I ain't going to lie. You killed it, dude. <laughs> I ain't You and Mike Epps really killed it. You know what I'm saying? I really right. said that. I was like, damn, Ricky's funny as shit in this thing, man. Yeah. You're funny, dude. You I went really out there funny. to shoot my... Yeah, I didn't. Re of course, you know, I didn't read the whole script. You didn't. I just read the sides. Okay, I just damn. need to know my part. <laughs> I don't have time to read the whole script. <laughs> really? I just had my little side. Right, right, right. I just need to know what do you, you need me to do. What? what? Right, right. Okay, run down the street. Right, okay, right. and I got it. Right. And you need me to do it. So I went. I came back to Birmingham. I flew back out to mm. shoot one more scene. Right. And I went back to Birmingham. Friday, the next come out. So I go stand in line at the movie theater. I'm in Birmingham. Everybody's talking about it. They're all on the radio. Man. Friday up the next. Friday up right. the next. So I thought maybe they was going to edit it or whatever. You know, I probably have an appearance. Not like you. So, no. so I'm sitting in there. The first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Claus climbing yeah. over the fence. And I'm sitting up in there like, man, look at this. No, man. So my kid's there. So when, when Santa Claus got hit by the limousine. Right, right. Flipping my kid's started oh, crying. Man. Oh, hell. And they in there, oh, my God, Dad. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm right, okay. Right. I'm here, cry. I'm here, right, right. Don't wow. cry, they cry. And everybody like, why are these kids crying? Right, right. And then when the lights came on at the end of the movie, people like, you just, right, right, you right, hear right, you? Right, oh, my God. Right. And, and, and it was a really exciting moment for a city like Birmingham right. to have me in the theater Stood in line, paid for my right, ticket. Right, sure. No, but let me tell you, you were funny. I see a lot of people in movies that aren't that funny. And comedians, you know, don't you know they? I right. yeah. You had funny timing, the whole look, the whole thing, falling, getting up, and shit, running. It, the whole <laughs> body language was funny. Physical. I had never really seen you that funny. I've seen you in some sitcoms. You were pretty cool in sitcoms, but that day it was yeah. hilarious to me. I was yeah. like the physicality of it. I was like, man, this boy. Ice Cube let you just kind of rock. Ice Cube said, okay, dope. here's what you need to do. That's dope. But I want Ricky Smiley. I put you in this movie because I want Ricky Smiley. Wow. And, and I'm going to give uh, uh, a lot of things uh, people don't know. What? I was supposed to be the pimp and Cat Williams supposed to be the no. Santa Claus. Hold on, hold on. How'd that go? Okay. No, that's what that's what I auditioned for. I auditioned to be the pimp. The pimp. Yeah, no, the I, pimp. I, I can't imagine. And then the Cat Williams was right. going to be Santa Claus and then somebody in Ice Cube decided to switch it up. Really? Now, I didn't give a damn what right, I was just happy right, to be in it. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? right. So right. yeah. How do you think how'd you do on an audition at the pimp? You think you you know well, I you, did good. Oh you, you had the part pretty much, you said. Yeah, it was like you did good, your audition audition was good. Okay. Like we like it. And then they just kept talking like like, no, you did good, you did good, you're fine. But we they was thinking and they said, All right, we we we're gonna call you. And they called me back and say, Rick, can you do the Santa Claus? I'm like, Yeah, but you don't have to come back and audition for that. 
that's easy. It's really not a lot of lines. You really just running, and yeah. it's more physical than right, anything. Right, right. And I got the wind, the Christmas tree scene. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Ice Cube, boom, like knocked the wind out of me twice. We had to stop. Really? Oh yeah. See, he don't know that. He, 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 what do you call that? That's character acting, whatever you call yeah. that. But that I should know what the quarterbacks were, because I got the hell. <laughs> right. But it was one. A lot of people don't know about this. When uh, when they got to the house, when Santa Claus got the stuff and got to the house. Mm -hmm. So when Mike Epps and Ice Cube came in there, Mike Epps farted so fucking wow. nasty. Nah. <laughs> Mike they had to stop. No. And Cube got mad. I'm like, who the fuck? It was like real eggy. <laughs> it was it was like the nasty, nasty. like like the white dude, the cameraman was <laughs> Oh man. If they couldn't take it, then it was nasty. They were throwing up, man. And, and Mike was like, man. You know, and everybody was like, like Cube got mad. Right, right, and sure. Cube walked out. Sure. Uh, uh, some, right. more, some more people walked out. The white dudes uh, was throwing up. Damn. <laughs> a lot of people don't know behind right, the Right, scene. right, 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 right. Mike, cool. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that smell. Like, that smell hit your taste buds. Ooh. So, so you spend the rest of the day spitting. I'm not a spitter. Right, right. But right. y'all spending the rest of the day. What, what, <laughs> you know how you what, smell what, something so bad? You know you smell something so bad? You be spitting for the rest of the day? Like like, like right now, I don't even want to swallow. Damn, I can, you can bring that back I up? I never forget how that smelled, man. That was like, Mike it was just, just raw ass. Rancid, rancid. It was, it was like, it was, it was a dash of cabbage mixed ooh, with ooh. leftover ooh. greens and a, and a couple of boiled eggs. Wow, Mike. Right? Mike Epps, that's the nastiest, <laughs> worst part. I have, I have all uncles. My mother right. have four brothers. Okay, okay. My dad have three brothers. Okay. I've been in rooms with they my, 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 the they, best they, 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 I had an uncle that played football for Nick for Alabama. Okay, so he could fart he really football. well. So they always fart. They right. fart in your face. But this particular fart, right. Mike Mike Epps farted like he went down on a billy goat. Damn. It was just horrible. <laughs> it was. Was that, before thought, lunch, was that before lunch or after lunch? No, it wasn't no lunch. I, I think oh, they Oh, damn. Out. They cut lunch out? Yeah, bro. People's throwing, people's literally throwing up. Come on now. And Mike Epps don't care. Right, right, right. He don't give a fuck. He did a radio interview one time, and Mike Epps went to a bathroom and left the door open. He just said Wow. <laughs> and it's funny, probably to Mike Epps, that fart wasn't that bad. Right. Because the farter <laughs> never think they fart that bad. Like, man, wait, that bad. He probably hit his interview like, come on, it Pierre, wasn't that bad. Pierre, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was in your clothes too and shit. I can imagine yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, hell no. Yeah, the Santa <laughs> suit. God damn, the Santa suit. It's like when people smoke in the room. Everybody got to go home like, damn, that's my smoke. You smell like you smell like egg and. Uh. They was like, we gonna take a thirty minute break. And you should have saw the people that worked there. They was coming there. They were spraying. They had all kind of stuff. They were lighting incense candles. They had the smoke machine going just all that shit. That's the one thing I remember about Friday after next. Out of everything we did on Friday after next, Mike Epps farted, and it was just it was it was something to be reckoned with. Wow, wow, yeah. wow! That was that was the first COVID nineteen. Hell no! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Damn, but yeah, smells as far always smells worse. Always smells worse. Oh yeah. Um, now with all the success that you had, uh, and I'm so proud of you, brother. And I mean this sincere. I'm so proud of you. How do you how do you circumvent like? The jealousy, the haters in this business, because I know I've I've heard them. People don't like you and all that. Ricky did this, Ricky that. How do you? I'm quite sure I got them, but I'm never your level because it's Pierre, got to be jealousy, man. Pierre, or they, envy. Black people, it ain't just comedians. Black people don't like boundaries. Ooh, 
And and I'm one of the type of people. I'm an alpha male. I said what I said. What I say what I mean. I mean what I say. I'm a grand. I'm a. I am my grandfather's grandson. I was raised by my grandfather. My grandfather's in the military, and that's right. what he taught me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No is no, and I don't owe you an explanation to my no. And a Ooh. lot of people don't like you for that. You understand? Know as but as no, you get older, no. you understand that. Sure, sure. I, I, come on, you now. can't do everything and be everything to everybody and give everybody everything. Still to this day. Can I get a picture? No. How are you today? Mm. I have a problem with this generation with entitlement, asking for something without acknowledging the person that you're asking something from. Where the hell is everybody matters? Mm. How, don't put your hand, don't put a phone in my face. Atlanta good for it. Mm. Put a phone in your face, put their hand on your back and pull aggressively. Women, mm -hmm. aggressively. Right, right. Pull you into right. their camera phone. Right, sure. Don't speak to you, but if we ask them for something, Right, sure. Can sure. I smash? Right, sure, sure. What, what, can I get a drink? Can right, I get dinner? Right. No, real shit. How yeah. are you today? Right. Nice to meet you. Right, right. Your name is. Right. They don't like it, and they don't like correction. That's why mm. braces correct the smile. Mm. See, what we're dealing with now while all these shooting, robberies, people going crazy, there's no boundary, because correction has been questioned. Ooh. 30 years that. ago. Remember 30 years ago? Okay. 30 years uh -huh. ago is the beginning of you can't say nothing to nobody kids, right? Mm. Now, what do you have? Half of us ain't going to be looking around, doing like this, going to our car when we walk out of this door tonight. Because one of them ones that you could not correct is going to be out here looking to rob one of these women out here, right? Because they don't like being, I got a lot of family members don't like me. Mm, really? Because I set boundaries. Right, sure. You understand? And, and I get women attack me for raising my grandson because he's he cute and he got curly hair. Why do you have him out there uh, raking leaves? Really? You think he's because, only, but Pierre, you would not. But you it. think it's because they're light-skinned and curly hair, they they tripping on that? Pierre. Come on, Ricky. In the, in, in, I'm telling you, I, even in the family, you can't correct a niece. You can't correct a nephew. I told my sister, when I'm talking to my nephew, if you can't handle it, you need to get out and go in another room mm. because it takes iron to sharpen iron. Mm -hmm. And I'll never let a woman oversee me correcting a man because when my daughters got their period, mm -hmm. I stepped out of the room. That's not my place. I don't use a pad, right? So that's, that's their mother's job to teach them how to use a pad, a sanitary napkin, sure, sure. and to, to be a woman. So when I'm t t talking to my son, I don't need no female interference. If you can't handle what a football coach is doing on the football field, if you can't take it, then you need to leave practice and drop them off and leave. Right. I get that, Ricky. But I yeah. feel like the problem, because what you're angling is a lot of women. Men aren't being in the lives of these women, so they're not men ain't around to, to, to help it's control. A lot of so if men ain't around, then well, women got to do that. Women ain't built to take care of a raise a boy. Pierre, it's a new day. Fathers are, fathers are here. Fathers are here to stay. Okay. They got all kind of fathers' rights movements. I go to them. I'm a part of it. Okay. I had to go to court to get custody of my son. Okay. I had custody of all my kids. I raised my kids, right? Okay. There are so many dads out there, and the reason the the some of them there are dead be dead, but the reason you know why the reason a lot of them are not there? Why? Because they're being undermined and kept away from by the mother because the relationship didn't work out. Okay, and okay. that's a fact. I can mm -hmm. give you stats on mm -hmm. that. It's so many fathers' rights movements. It's so many judges that's being so unfair to men. 
Why do we have to get fucking? No, right, Why do we have to fucking get visitation for a child that's fifty percent ours? Mm. Why do why do why does some white man sitting on the bench get to tell a black man that he get to only see his son every first first and third weekend? Is that fair? Well, no, hold on. But how about you and the woman ain't got no relationships or got a, a you know bad relationship? You can't just pop up when you want to. She has a life to live, too. So if I'm raising a child, I'm a female, you can't, just can't say on Saturday at 12 o'clock, I'm coming over. Like, hold on, I got things to do, too. Well, yeah, beer, so how do you make that work? If yeah. we ain't, if me and the woman ain't together or, or, or on the same page, what somebody got to set the bound, right. set boundaries. Of, right. You can come over between this saying, and this. Beer, what I'm saying is, is it should be more than first and third weekend and two weeks in the summer. That's standard visitation in most states. Right? Right. Right. Because if a child 14, 15, 16 years old, what the hell is person third? That's 24. How many hours? That's 48 hours. Two 48 hours in a month for a man to be trying to raise his son. Right. Right. I mean, not, 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 and, it's, and it's not fair. As long as the man wants to be in a relationship, it wants to Absolutely. be there. Absolutely. But, but most men do. Really? Absolutely, Pierre. I'm okay, telling you, I've okay. been out there with him. Okay. I've, 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 I've been a part of the father's rights movement. I had to work hard to get custody of, you know, my right. son. I have custody of my grandson. Right, right, My grandson, right. five years old. Not because right. his mother won't right, or right. whatever, but mm -hmm. he got daddy issues. He never, you know, met his uh, met his dad before. But his mother feel like, you know, uh, I think he should, I think you should raise him because he's going to be a man and I like the way I was raised and I want you to have the same thing for him because I can't do it like you. Right. Or whatever, so oh, right. I haven't. Right, right. That's but, that's good. That's, that's but, good. But 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 when it comes to boundaries and, and and people, man, a lot of people don't like you, Pierre. Just with comedy, singing, whether you work at the bank, whether you're a pastor, seems like people don't like no. Okay, okay, you're right. Now let me because I want to get to that because yeah. you know behind the closed doors, I've heard people say, "Well, Ricky's arrogant. He don't take pictures. He's all standoffish and shit like that." So you just kind of said what it was. So if someone came at you right way, would you take a picture then? Or you Absolutely, just all the time. And give me give an example and, and, of and a right way. And the difference between asking for something right. or asking for something in front of other people is called being put on the spot. But when you want somebody to do something for you, ask people in private, you put people to the side to ask for what you want, right? If I give you, I worked at Foot Locker. Okay, right, right. Hey man, what's up with the discount? You can't ask that in front of everybody. That makes sense, right. Well, what's up with my discount? Right. So it's a lot of common sense and common courtesy. I respect that, that. but Ricky, when you get off the show, everyone's mm -hmm. around you. How is somebody going to say, "Ricky, come over here? I'm going to have a picture." You're, you're around everybody, so how am I get to Ricky smiling well, by if himself? I'm taking, if, if, if I'm going to take one, if I'm going to take one, I'll take one with everybody. I, I've done I, it with I you. Do that. Right, I do right, that right, all the time. Right, but you know, I do it all. But right. sometimes I say no when it's not when it's in a space where I can't take pictures. I can't do it for everyone. Right, I get that. And I have to I say no. That. And some people respect right. it, and some people get mad. Sure, and, sure. And they, Turn no into arrogance or no into me. Like even when I came here today, I shook everybody's hand. Sure. I was like, "That's the real me." Right, right. You know, but but sometimes when it get when when it comes to some people, because everybody that's out there are not like the people that work here. Right. Some people, man, real real aggressive. Right. right. And they they just kind of uh, they they are entitled. Entitlement is the new jealousy. <laughs> no, 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 I like that because yeah. because funny. I take pictures with people. Well, here's a couple of things I ask. I say just have the camera ready. You know your phone right. ready. If you're not the one that you, you normally use the phone, teach the person that's using it. Because I don't want to hold you and stand there no, like, I got and, you. and stand there. I'm You know what I do? What? I grab their phone, put it on selfie. Boom, give it back to them. You should put it on what? Put it on selfie. I grab it. Right. Boom. Cause you get the control and you do it quick. So okay. now you're not standing there holding them. Right, right, for five right. Five minutes. Right. 
And uh, while they uh, waiting on the other person to figure it out, so I boom, hand it to them. I say, everybody put your phone on selfie and line up. When you get to me, hand me your phone. Boom, thank you. Boom, thank you. Boom, 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 move. Right. You know, keep it moving because right. it, it, there's a lot of people that'll wear you down. So you just have to come up with a system to get every, give everybody what they want. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Let me say, for me, it used to bother me when somebody said something negative about me, whatever. Because I yeah. was like, that's not really me. Like, I don't, you know, because people would take anything. Like, say, I'm running to an airport and I'm trying to get to a plane. I'll take a picture with somebody. Oh, he bad, asshole. And they'll, you know, talk about me. I'm like, no, I was getting on the plane. Like, I, I take pictures all the time. But that yeah. one person you don't take a picture with, oh, yeah. th that's the one going to spread it. He ain't shit. Like, okay, I just took they, 20 pictures, they, man. The one, I, I'm sorry I didn't get to you, but I got to go. You know, you know what I do when they go live on me? I what? go live back on them. Ooh! Oh, yeah. Hold up now. Hold up now. You oh, yeah. I'm sitting up there in the airport <laughs> and you sitting there filming me. I take my phone and I film you. So I walk up to a woman one day. I'm like, okay, let me ask you something. I love it. I said, how does this make you feel? Ooh. I said, I was over there having a cup of coffee waiting to get on the plane. I wouldn't bother nobody. You start filming me. How does it make you feel? Right. Right. Feel, right. See, see, it's different when the, when the rabbit got the gun. Right, right. And now sure. she started covering up and now you feel uncomfortable. Right. I said, that's how I felt right. when you was filming me. You didn't come over. You didn't say hi. I enjoy your work. Nice to meet you. I would have said, nice to meet you. Is there anything you need? Can I buy you breakfast? Damn. I am a gentleman Shit. first. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I would buy, buy Pierre, breakfast, nigga? Sure. Yeah, I will. I take a picture. Nigga. You know how many bacon, egg, and sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits I've bought over the years? That. I can believe that. I bought a lot of bacon, egg, and especially at Hardy's. I'm not taking down the Hardy's. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Hardy's of the deal. Hey, me and Ricky at the Hardy's. If you me want that Hardy's, bacon, I'll, I'll buy you a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Right. I have an account there. Right, right. I pay the bill right. every month. But uh, I just, I'm just really structured, Pierre, and ain't nothing wrong with it. And everybody needs to be structured. Everybody needs to do what works for them. You can't make everybody right. happy. Nick Saban said, "It takes a real man to be leadership to have to, to be. Uh, it takes a, a man to for leadership. Right. Sure. Sure. If you want to make everybody happy, sell ice cream. I heard that. That's if true, you want to make everybody happy, sell ice cream. And you are not put on this earth for everybody to like you. Okay. And all money ain't good money. And right. all fans are not good fans. Ooh. I tell some people, hey, don't ever support me. Because you'll never, don't right, ever right. support me. Keep, right. If you got to be like this, right, right. I feel keep you. your money. Right, right. You got other comedians out there that need support that might get put up with some of that stuff, what you own. Right. But I'm not on that, and you don't run me. Right. I'm no, the I boss like of me. Oh, I know that. Okay. okay. And I mean it in a real a, a real nice way, because I'm, I'm a real nice person. Pierre, we go and deliver toys at 3 o'clock in the morning to probably 20 families every Christmas. We walking in projects. Right. We buying mattresses, sheets. End up going back the next day buying basic necessities. We do community service. But that's why people think you're so approachable. Some people might think yeah. you're nice and be like, let me approach you. And if you give them that, you ain't approaching yeah, me right. To, then it's to, like, damn, you gave out toys. You can't take a picture. You got to be respectful, P.I. All right, that's, that's all. it. That, that, okay, Just be okay. respectful. Because a lot of times people think that because I know you and I support you, you I owe, you owe you me. You still got to be respectful. Right. No, no, you're right. Because I'm like, hold on. You know, uh, uh, fair exchange ain't no robbery. I gave you good comedy. You enjoyed it. We even at a point now. Picture is extra. Right. If I do that for you, I don't owe you a picture. Right. Because do you owe me some ass, girl? You fine as hell. I want some ass. Right. Okay? You take a picture, we get some ass. <laughs> well, I ain't about all that shit. I don't know about no ass shit. Well, what, shit. What, what my picture, what picture is valuable. To ass, okay? That's what, I, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying to me. So if you don't want a picture with me, cool. But if you want one, I might want some ass. All right? So there we go. <laughs> Shit. The fuck, but, you know? but, but, but most of the people that I meet, man, are, are really, really nice. And what I do now, I just set it up when I take pictures. Right. And it's, it's just really, really controlled. Well, I can give everybody what they want and make sure all the customers are happy. Right. Or whatever. But every now and then you get that one drunk or entitled or whatever that just over the top and just be doing. Everybody got it. 
every situation, somebody decide to do the most. Right. right. And when they decide right? to, do, right. to do the most, you have to correct. And, and correction is not braces hurt, right? Right. right. But they but, but they, they correct they, right, the right, smile. Right. 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 And, and and so now what's happening is correction is always being questioned and challenged. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel that more with us opposed to white audiences? It's uh, a different mood to me. Uh, what, what you mean like? As far as your space and all that. and Because and, I have people, I sell a, I have a book. And nigga, my book is $20. Nigga, give it to me for $10. See, That's see, nigga, I can cut it in half for you. Nigga, don't you know? get, don't get me white folks don't do that. that. They just buy it. You know, Let you me know? tell you something. Let me tell you something about our people, and it makes me mad. Ooh. And I don't care. If, I don't care who get mad. Right. I say it while I say it, right. and I know what I'm talking about, and I'm right. Right. Black people will go to Phelps Plaza, okay, and pay whatever the asking price is for a Gucci bag. Yep. And we'll go to a HBCU game, okay, and negotiate. Oh yeah. A twenty-five dollar, AKA T-shirt. Ain't that trip? You know. That's it's, all mine. Yeah, I used yeah. to sell prank phone call CDs. Or whatever, the price is twenty dollars. Mm. It's not negotiable. That's right. what the price is. Right. It's just a mindset that what. And, and I'm, I'm talking about for real. I've seen it with my own eyes. Oh, I've, I've, I've experienced it. Those tables. We sell stuff after shows mm -hmm. in the stuff that we have to deal with. But I never seen nobody ask for a discount at Phipps Plaza. No, you're right. You're right. Or at the Nike store. Home Depot. Yeah, or at Home right, Depot. Right, right. They pay what they say. You says. pay the price. Right. And they, as soon as they scan it, you good. You swipe Why the credit card. Why do we like that? Why do we do that? It's to just each other? like sometimes our people feel like uh, since I'm black and you black right. or whatever, let me get a discount. It's like the hustle. Right. Here comes the hustle. Just because I'm black. I think when it comes to white it's, folks, we got a little at, fear. Look on the internet. Everybody posting stuff like, my price is my price. Right. You seen the new videos, right, the, right. New, the new uh, TikToks? Right. My price right. is my, my price. price. Is my price too high? They make that video for a reason, man. They get tired of folks. You got black folks out here baking cakes. Black mm -hmm. people got food trucks asking people to come. Like, like you get people, hey, can you come do a comedy show? Well, here's my price. Well, right. all I need you to say, hey, right. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> if I walk That's out right. my front door, this, this is, is the price. price. So there you might as well let me do whatever you, you need for me to do because this is what the price is. Mm. In your long career, have you had any regrets you think? you ever have any regrets that you should have did something or said something or did something you didn't like to do, you know? Uh, I probably should have went, uh, well, I ain't going to say, uh, oh, go to L no, I was going to say go to L.A., uh, I really don't, uh, not, not, not for real. The only regrets I have, I think I, I wish I would have spent more time with my, uh, with my kids. Career-wise, it just worked out. God has just been good. Pierre, uh, I was doing comedy, still playing the organ at mm -hmm. church. And the industry has been good to me. Pierre, I have no regrets. Uh, I just wish I would have met a lot more people like you and George Wallace and Carl Strong, um, mm -hmm. Uh, different people that have given me opportunities, man. Uh, the kings of comedy. Everybody's been good to me. Everybody's been nice. Uh, I've had some, I made some bad management decisions. Mm. People that was managing my career. I've had people steal money. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Managers? Millions. Millions. How, okay, I'm going to go into detail, but how could you avoid, how, so for the next, for the young comic out there, whatever, how would you avoid, how can a comic avoid that don't, not happening? Don't, 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 don't do business with nobody with a smile and make everything sound good and don't tell you the bad side. Everything that sounds good, all that slick, jivey, fast talking, I got this client, I met this person, that, 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 that name dropping, everything. I, man, I get real. If you want to make me mad, start talking smooth to me like that. Mm. That slick, jivey-ass talking, <laughs> make everything sound good, and I got this and that. Because right. guess what? The people that's really doing it, they don't even do that. Listen to this. Wow. Over here doing the Martin Lawrence tour, 
probably the biggest check I got per night, right? Mm -hmm. You don't even see the damn person who gave the check. Who, right? who write the check. You right. don't even know who write the check. It just appears in your bank uh, right. bank account. You got all your money before you perform, right? And then somebody that's paying you this much money, you got to be bothered with them right. all oh, week, right. and then you don't get up. Wow, wow. It don't make me bitter. Right. I just I just had to make more better decisions with management, dealing with certain CPAs, people or whatever. And uh, David E. Talbert saved my life. What? David E. Talbert. How you say And Lan Talbert. He okay. said, hey, man, he saw something that I was going through with some management. He said, man, come out to L.A. and have lunch with me. I got on the plane and flew to L.A. He had a guy named Alan Nevins. Okay. White dude. That's a, um, what do you call people that do book deals? No, not a publisher, but a. Uh, a nigga that do book deals. Book deals. Right. right. A book uh, deal guy. Uh, damn, I can't think of that. It was book right deal on guy. The, uh, right. <laughs> he said, hey, this is who you need to manage you. Named Alan Nevins. Okay. Alan got in there, got all my stuff cleaned up, took me over to this lady named Laura Liza House. She has a big clientele as an older white lady that's a mathematician we 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 got on southwest airline and flew from from atlanta to la on southwest airline and the middle seat was empty and we had the overhead being full of boxes with my taxes and all this stuff or whatever and we was going through papers on the plane wow. that, that five-hour flight seemed like 30 minutes my stuff was bad wow i owe i owe 1.5 million dollars i had a 1.5 million dollar tax debt well what year was this uh, but career wise, I don't know if you were looking at last seven, week, seven, <laughs> no. right? Seven years ago, okay. So, seven years, wow, wow, you put were really big, rich, yeah, man, while you yeah, were doing. yeah, put me with the right, I had stuff, you know, put me with the right people, got my business together, or whatever, got my new radio deal, right, or whatever, which I just signed a five year deal with Urban, Urban One, and got all of my stuff together, and now I'm set to retire, I can retire right now, right? But how does Ricky Smiley get into a 1.1? One one point one million. People not deal. paying. People not paying your taxes. Uh, people making withdrawals. People. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you relied on another person to pay your taxes, and they just didn't pay them. Yeah, but because we could, we we comedians. You're busy, yeah, we, right? We right. Performing. We we performing. We think you got stuff. All the celebrities. Everybody went through it. Right, right. A lot of people. Well, yeah. And stuff. You don't know. We don't do taxes. We're not mathematicians. We're comics. Right. But how do you now make sure that it doesn't happen again? You know, because she um, send that weekly report. You get that weekly report every week. In so the you email. tell. Okay. She okay. send it right to your phone. Here's what went out. Here's what came in. Every check I get right now, forty five percent, not even fifty percent, goes straight to the IRS. The IRS owe me money. Damn. I get an income tax check now. Cause, oh cause wow. Because if, if I get a if I if I do a show for five hundred dollars. $250 going out of it immediately to the IRS. Right? Wow, okay, okay. So now I get a I get a check. I get something back. And when I get that back, I sign it and send it back. So before that, I, I stay ahead of the game. I love it. I love Government smart. owe me money now. Damn. But but that? that's just getting with, with people that are smart, mathematicians. I have a mathematician, uh, a CPA firm here in Atlanta. And it's a lady, uh, she wear glasses and she's really, really quiet, but she is a math genius. Nice. And you go in the office and she got all that stuff on the wall, all that big clientele mm -hmm. uh, of, of A-list celebrities that right. they she do their taxes and stuff. It's a, it's a reason why a lot of certain uh, people are not in having tax, tax problems. Right. So the person because the IRS don't like celebrities because they, they, 
They just don't. Right. They're going to go at them hard. So the person that was doing your taxes before, you got that off of TV at a 1-800 number or some shit. <laughs> that, 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 and that would put you like at 1.1 million. Seems like it. Damn. So, okay. But, but God is good. Okay. You know, God is good, man, but because uh, God God give you another opportunity to, to fix it and to make it right. right. So now you're older, you're wiser, you know better. And we, and I tell, and I coach young comics now. All these comedians, I say, who's your CPA? Are you paying your tax? That's my conversation. I don't care about how funny you are. All of them are funny. Mm -hmm. But let's talk Appreciate business. It. Let's sit down and let's get That's into good. it That's good or whatever. And then set yourself up with a check and balance. Mm. Check and balance. That's right. one thing Gary Abdo taught me. Where's your money? Gary Abdo used to. He runs the comedy club out here in Atlanta. He runs the comedy club. Man, he used to be in my ass. Where's your money? Here's 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 what I booked. Here's what you made or whatever. Where's your money? Like or whatever. I learned a lot, lot from really, him. Really, so, right, right, uh, right, right. And I really appreciate everything he did. Right, but, right. Uh, the stuff that I went through, I didn't have a perfect career. Mm. Well, well, oh yeah. Outside looking in, it looked good. It looked really good. You know, you, you know, looked a lot better than some people's career. Let <laughs> me be real. Yeah. You know, you were lucky enough to your talent just you know superseded it to where it would help you out every time. When you hit something hard, rock bottom, yeah. your talent got you to keep on working. You know, and the fans did that for. You. They kept yeah. supporting you. There was times when you probably you know had to go do these shows just to pay these bills. Like really, and people didn't know that. You know, they're just seeing you up on stage. He's doing it. Other comics envious and jealous. Hey, you know, we go up there. What you doing? Sued. Yeah, see everything. You know, you changed, man. Management, they get mad and sue you like a whole oh, lot. Yeah, man. man, you have to go oh, through yeah. that stuff, and then you have to get past, and you have to keep moving. Right. You know, right, I know right. a lot of comics that's on a list that, that that had to go to court and right. and settle stuff out of court or whatever, and don't even have the money to settle. But you just hey hey, I can go do a comedy club. I can I can have it settled. I can have all that stuff paid off right. in in six months. But you know, God just allowed me to have a a, a, a nice career. I didn't want to be as famous as, as Kevin Hart ever. I just want to be. Really? Nah, nah, that, that's a lot. That's a lot because, you know, you, you working a lot. You got kids or whatever. This medium fame right here, wherever I am, I love mm. this space because I have enough space to be with my grandkids, nice. right? I don't perform in the summer anymore. This is the fourth year I have not done. What? I yeah, yeah. I, I don't do shows from wow. the third weekend in May until the third weekend of August, I do not perform. I was sitting in Atlanta airport looking on Facebook, people at weddings. I can't go to funerals in the summer if somebody in my family died because I gotta go do a show because right. I'm booked oh, wow. and the flight's messed up. I can't go to the funeral running out of the church trying to. Sure. I just stopped performing in the summer and I started going to the, to the beach on the weekend and just having a weekend sitting at home. So now I'm funnier. Because my brain is having an opportunity to, to rest. rest. Wow. That's so you a, get okay. your vacation in the summer and the weekend off. And you, 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 I go fishing. I go to the Bahamas. I drive. I'm a captain. I fly planes, taking flying lessons. I can, fly, I can fly a plane. Uh, I'm a boat captain. Okay. I, I navigate. I've got in a boat by myself and went across the Atlantic Ocean and drove myself to the Bahamas by myself. Okay, well, damn. Okay, swim with swim with sharks, all this crazy wild stuff. You well, gonna do it this summer because you're going. I, I, I you are going. You I are from, from from Baltimore to South. You're going west to do some do this show. So you're I did going. that. Okay, I got Pierre, Southwest. You promise me? You you we going? We yeah, already yeah, have you, a date. You invite me a couple times. You ain't never let me go. Yeah, but you're going. We already have a date. We have a date. We have a date. It's in the summer. We're going to Bum. We're going to the Bahamas. You gonna well, see? Well, I, I'm gonna let you drive. 
Uh, damn. Okay. Once you get out on the ocean, you put it on autopilot. The boat going, the stern wheel going to lock up, and the boat going to go all the way to the Bahamas anyway. Well, okay, okay. You just well, have you just have to avoid the cargo ships and the cruise ships. Really? Yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, you, well, you during the summertime when you chilling. If I ain't working that weekend, I'll come. Nigga, I right. need the money. Okay, I'm still working in the summertime, so you can reach me. I'm setting up a show <laughs> in Bimini, Bahamas. Bimini, Ooh, Baham Bimini, Bahamas. Let's go. Is the closest island of the Bahamas to the United States. Is where Dr. King used to hang out to get okay. away okay. from everything. It's only 55 miles from Fort Lauderdale and 50 miles from Miami, and it's just a straight shot. If you got a nice day, you got a good weather day, you jump on the boat, go across nice. the ocean, and go to Bim. I tell you what. Let's get your crew together. Let's uh -huh. shoot an episode in Bimini. Okay. I dare you to put all your folks <laughs> on the yeah. boat. Hey, if y'all want to go, oh, we can take a whole weekend. We can do it during the week or whatever. Get your cameras and stuff. Pack it up, and we'll go across the ocean, and we will shoot this sitting on the beach. Damn. Uh, That'll be good because you will cut, cut this part of the show right. and cut right into right, us sitting right, on the right. beach. And then go right back. Come right, right, come right back. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you on, on your on your epitaph. What would you want people to know? Ricky Smiley did what? When the time and this is all. If it's ended tomorrow, what would you want people to know as you as a person on your on your? Man, I really got behind a lot of uh, black judges that was running, and I used my platform to get people elected. Uh, from 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 Barack Obama, I was mm. on the radio at the time. The interviews. I had the president of the United States call me one day, Barack, when President Obama was in office, mm -hmm. because he was nervous about Florida. Uh, he really needed those uh, electoral oh, sure. college votes. Sure. I was literally on my boat, and uh, my phone rang, and I answered and said, hey, is this Ricky Smiley? We have the president of the United States. And I had to turn the engines off, and I had to get my boat pointed where it wouldn't rock. Right. So I had to, I had to wow. get the steering wheel pointed where the waves coming this way where it wouldn't, because your boat gets sideways, you get to rocking. Okay. So you have to. We, don't, to, we don't know this. Most of us don't yeah, know Yeah, yeah. But everybody, anybody yeah. that go fishing yeah. know what I'm talking no. about, so I had to get the boat. <laughs> so I had to be still. And I had to sit there and have a conversation with the president. I said, what's, what's, I said, what's going on? Wow. He said, Ricky, I'm nervous about Florida. I said, why are you nervous about Florida, Mr. President? He said, that uh, he said we have the votes, Ricky. We just need turnout. I said, Mr. President, I need you to come on my radio show uh, Monday, wow. and let's blow it up. And I blew it up for him, and Florida came out. As a matter of fact, so many people came out when they called the election, when they called Florida for Barack Obama, black folks refused to get out of line and they're looking at the TV, and Barack Obama had won, was reelected when he ran against Mitt Romney, and people refused to get out of line. So wow. Kamala Harris, uh, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, uh, Senator, uh, um, uh, oh, yeah, man, uh, shout out to J.B. Smooth for That's winning wrong. the Senate seat in Georgia. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you wrong for that, dog. I'm about to say you wrong for that. <laughs> he do look like JB. I'm about to say JB won that. You are dirty. You dirty for that. He said, <laughs> "What's the guy's real name?" <laughs> Rapier yeah, Warnock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all the little Caesars commercials that Rapier yeah, Warnock is doing oh, now, wow. we real no, proud no, of that. Really, really. See how I flipped that thing. You see how I flipped that thing. He's splitting time between running to Georgia and that. Are uh, you funny? Right. You funny. <laughs> You funny, that's funny. He do look like he that. Do, he, he do, he do. Because I posted a picture when he won. I posted a picture of J.B. Smooth. Oh, said, shit. congratulations on Raphael Warner. That's funny. <laughs> and D.L. shared it on his Instagram. That's funny, but, uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, man, to get people elected, man, and a lot of black judges, man, uh, uh, that we helped get elected. Because that's important. Not just the presidential election. 
it's those midterm elections and when those yeah. judges run because that's where it affect you directly. Real talk. And all of the Deltas and the AKAs and the Zetas and the Sigma Gamma Rose, the only thing I want to see now is a black woman sitting on the United States Supreme Court. Mm. That's what I need to see. And that was the only thing that I was just kind of hoping that uh, Barack Obama did or whatever. But uh, it has never been a black woman sit on the United States Supreme Court. But uh, uh, that's but getting helping a lot of black women get elected wow. to the bench. Okay, was something was one of the most important things that I ever done. Forget comedy, forget the TV shows, forget the movies. The people we fed, the people we clothed, the people we educated, the people we bought tombstones for. Parents that have kids wow, have gotten killed. Man, I got accounts with funeral homes all over the country, man. And these people that I bought caskets and tombstones for don't even know that I bought it. I get calls from funeral homes sometimes. Wow. Say, Ricky, I got a mother down here. 16-year-old son got killed. They don't have no insurance. Here's the funeral calls, Rick. I'm going to go ahead and throw in 500. I'm like, okay, I'm good for, for 1500 Go ahead and pay for that. Pay for the opening and closing. Like for years and years and wow. years and years and years and years. I've been doing this stuff. Pierre, if I was stingy i would be a very rich man right now everything that i have ever gotten pierre i have given it all away wow i didn't know giving that. it all away and and you know but but god god always take care of me yeah sure, because sure, god sure. used me as a vessel to do some of his work yeah. you understand what no, i'm no, saying I, I get it i get a it a pun stink because it holds water but a river flows the river flows you understand so when when when, yeah, when those yeah. blessings flow, man, you you just you bless people. No, no, no. And you I, have to find I, out how to bless people without getting mistreated or get used. And sometimes you can't let everybody know that you bless them because sometimes folks turn into cats and then they get attached to you and they want something else. Mm -hmm. Here's for you. I got one family member. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's going on with auntie? Well, auntie can't pay a light bill, whatever. Okay, here's the money. Go pay the light bill. Don't even tell her that I did it. Go down to the power company. Boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, she's shouting in church because she thank God worked a miracle. Well, he did through you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but, you. But she don't know I did it. Right. So now I don't have to be bothered with her next month when she can't. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I, mean. I was going to ask you why don't you tell people. But No, no. Because, Pierre, if you tell them, yeah. and, and, and and trust me, sometimes, man, it's just best. Even when I send money to Africa, uh, 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 you know, for the kids. I, I, I sponsor a girl's school in Africa. Damn, okay. We pay for the food. We pay for the guy to take to grow the food. We pay for we built them a whole water. Nice. Now they have fresh water or whatever. Now they know we do it or whatever. Sure. And they always send thank you videos. I do it with a pastor, uh, Pastor Walter Solomon. And he goes to Africa and we give him money and we supply all of the stuff for the school over here. So we do a lot of work in the community. And and Pierre, if you don't remember nothing else about me, I don't care about no none of this stuff. This is just our job. But I do all of this. Where I can do this. That's what's important. Wow. What are they gonna say about you when that casket yeah, is laying in sure, front of that pulpit? Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? If 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 folks ain't fighting to get to that microphone to just express for just two minutes on how you have impacted their yes, life, yes. then you have wasted time on earth. Wow. That's heavy. That's you know heavy. what I'm saying? No, 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 no. And no, that's no. what it's all about. But but, but why, how how did this come out? Have you always been like that as a kid? I've been like this you, my whole life. Really? Is it because Pierre, your before, mother, your father? What gave it to you? Pierre, I was in Big Brothers of America program before I started doing comedy. Because wow. my dad got killed when I was six. Mm. And it is devastating to see a child grow up without a dad. Sure. So I go out here. I've been mentoring little boys. And, you know, people, you know, some, sometimes if you don't date the mama or whatever, then, right. you know, and, and sometimes you get undermined 
Um, you know, because sometimes you you helping a woman out with her kids and she get jealous of the relationships and withdraw the kids. Oh yeah, I've had it happen. And then the undermine process starts. I have several degrees on the wall, not mine. Kids I put through college, they all send me their degrees. Wow. I have a doctor that operate on the eyes, uh, uh, ophthalmologist. I have uh, uh, a lot of degrees on the wall. I have uh, a running back coach right now. I've raised two college athletes out of the house that play NCAA uh, basketball. My son is a junior at Alabama State University on the basketball team. My daughter's a junior at Baylor. My other daughter just graduated Tennessee State University communications major. I'm pro-education. Wow. And I'm pro-God. And uh, and that's it for me. Man, you've done well, Ricky, man. I mean, really, you really, I, I'm, I've learned more about you now than I've uh, known before. And I've known you for 30 years. But, you yeah. know, like I said, we don't talk every day. But whenever it is, it's love. I really care about you. I really think you're a cool person. I've defended you when people have said stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, nah, man, I know Ricky, you know. And people act like you got to be saintly or, you know, be the perfect person. Man, it's like, man, come ain't on, no dude. People, man, let them people talk. Oh, Cause, uh, cause uh, guess what? Guess yeah. what? I'm going to shut up and I'm going to say it when I say this. Guess who ain't saying all that stuff? Who? <laughs> people that matter. Ooh. Ooh, you heard that I want everybody. Heard I want that? everybody here. To remember that when all these people start talking about you, when all everybody, everybody that's watching right now, when all these people got all this stuff to say about you, the people that's saying this, that's saying saying this stuff, they ain't ex as successful as you. They're not making what you make. Hmm. Barack Obama never said it about me. Hmm. Kamala Harvey? Harris hmm. has never yeah, said right. it. Steve Harvey has never said it. Pierre has never right, said it. Right. Right? Right, sure. Right? Rita Brent has never said it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have never said it. Right? People that make decisions, people that matter. My mama ain't never said it. All the people that I've educated, they never said it. I love it. I love it. You understand? It makes sense. So when people, when you start looking at who's saying it, the people that's coming to all the comedy clubs and all the sold out shows where I'm still selling out, they don't feel that way. That's a very small demographic of Negroes that didn't get, either didn't get what they want or get the picture that they want or got fired, uh, whatever, because they didn't take advantage of the opportunity or whatever. And those are the people that don't like you. Somebody that you didn't take a picture with, somebody that you said no to for something. Or right? comedian, you ain't right? help, you know. Right? Or somebody that you didn't you help. help right. Not help, because I help them all. Who you didn't help enough Ooh. or stop helping. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, watch had, out now. I done had people make whole Facebook videos. Oh, I saw uh, a couple of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, who I, who I, but it started out with me giving you an opportunity. Right. I got fired from the Dub Banks Morning Show. Listen to this. I got fired okay. from the Dub Banks Morning Show. Guess what I did after I got fired? I sent him a long text message. Doug, he dead and gone. God rest his soul. I just want to take Thanks. this opportunity to thank you for everything you ever done for me and allowing me to be on your morning show, I'm saying what having I'm a platform to do my characters. If there's anything you need, and, and I'll do it for free. Mm -hmm. If you come to Birmingham and need anything, feel free to call me. Mm -hmm. And again, I love you, and I appreciate the opportunity. That's, That's what I said. Right, right. Instead of being mad about being Some fired. people spit on the way out. Ooh. Because you have to watch it because you might have to go back. Ooh, that wind blow like that. You know where you've been, mm -hmm. but you don't know where you're going. And you don't know who you might need. So you have to be mindful. If this opportunity don't work out, it didn't work out because God might have something bigger for you. And remember this, everything is only a test. Sometimes God want to test your temper, your temperament to see how you're going to handle this situation Ooh. before he bless you with something else. Ooh is this Sunday? 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now it is. Yeah, wow. But, but that's that's deep. No, man. It so is. you get fired from something, how are you gonna handle it? Because your attitude determines your altitude. Right, sure. And a yeah. lot of reasons a lot of us not growing because our attitudes are so bad. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no, you're so right. Even to me, I have like had relationships that broke apart, say you know, business relationships or whatever, and I was kind of upset. I used to be a vengeful person, a vengeful, right. vengeful. You know, like, you do that to me, I'm doing you. But now I realize, you know, let it go, move on. You know what Afro Liggins taught me? You know what Afro Liggins is? No, no, he owns Radio One and owns TV One. Okay. Never get mad at anyone for making a business decision Vision. that best suits their yeah. business. It ain't nothing personal. It's business. Right, right. Sure. No, no. Sure. Sure. No, I like that. I like that. Well, damn. Well, shit. Okay. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> let me tell you, let's just lighten it up a little bit. I feel good. But uh, we, so what we do sometimes on here, we go through your IG page. We do a thing called IG creeping. Come on. Okay. That means we go to your page and see what you about. And I want to talk about this picture <laughs> right here. God damn. Hey, I ain't seen Ooh, no beer. Wait, that's like. I haven't boy, seen boy, that. You, boy, you look, you're out here looking like, uh, what's that, Shaft in the, the oh, new Shaft. Man, like, who could this dude play in a movie? What what character could this dude be? Yeah, that's that's on some. Uh, that's, a, that's a dope look. Yeah, that, that's, that's some, fresh. something with like somebody that know Denzel. Well, okay, okay, look at that. Well, what, kind of, what kind of shoes we got in here? What, what is boy, that? I've never seen random, them. Them, them tears, boy. What, what the, I've never seen them before. Yeah, boy, them, you, boy, them little look at, tears, look, boy. Look at that. Look, look at the collar. Look at the cuff and shit, man. Would you, would yeah, you I haven't seen that, that one, though. Would you really wear that out? You go out with that? What would, would you go out with that? I, I would have wore, wore that on stage in Detroit. I know that's right. I, I could have right. got away with that on stage. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that in a comedy club, but I'll do that on a big stage if I'm hosting. I wouldn't headline in that because I get hot because right. I'm a physical comedian. Right, right. But, but I, I'll rock that, though. But you would step out with a young lady with that outfit, right? To dinner or something? Would that be something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a killer right there, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, no, man. Thank you for putting that on. But we got other pictures now. You, Come on. you ain't going to thank me all the time. Wait, what the? Okay. Okay. Mama I, Shaft? That's Mama Shaft? Who that right there? That's your, that's your mom's? That's my grandma. A grandma. And okay. Let me tell you something. Everybody you? got mad at Monique, right? Okay. For talking about. The women in the airport. Right, with the bonnets and stuff. Uh -huh. Guess what we was doing right there? We had just got off a plane in L.A. going to changing planes in LAX going to San Diego. When you got on the plane, that's how you had to dress right, back I'm, I'm in about the to say, day. come on now. I'm, that's, I'm that's, me and my grandmother flew from Birmingham to L.A., from L.A. to San Diego. Look at Granny. And that's what, my grandma, man, my grandmother was classy. She cold with it. Was she cold with it? My grandmother was classy. That's Maddie Smiley. Is that who that is, Maddie Smiley? Maddie McElroy Smiley. She was a classy woman. And that's how we rocked through the airport. So, so she made you get dressed up to fly. You had to wear a shirt, a tie, and a suit to get on a plane. Hell no. Back then. Ooh, wait. Yes, sir. We was classy-ass people. Uh, no, no, and, I'm right. and I can show you some pictures of my grandma and my granddaddy at the club with their tuxedo and evening gown Yeah, on. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm proud of that. Oh, yeah, that's no, classy. No, it is, man. I was, like, I was like, look at that right there. Look yes, at that. Sir. Look at little on. Ricky and shit. Ricky, damn. Let's go. I like this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, 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 that's all we got. We wanted to put two pictures up that's there. That's it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Damn, shit. Yeah. But now this nigga here. Okay, how about this? <laughs> all right. But before you, go, before you get out, now here's the part of the show I like. We like to play this wheel right here. Spin the wheel, okay? First of all, let me explain what some of the stuff is. So if it lands on one of these things, you got to kind of participate. Right. So so uh, we can do like the, here's one here, the biggest lie you ever told. So you can tell any of the stories you just told me in the last hour. Right. Uh, you can repeat those niggas. <laughs> you can repeat anyone. I, that one, I, got, I got it. All right. You can, if, you trade, if you're going to trade places with somebody, who and why? Okay. okay. You, know, you know why. Um, we have a, a book that has a sexual passage. You got to read it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or 
How you lost your virginity? Ooh, wow. Okay, oh, remember yeah, that? Remember oh, that. damn. Remember? Okay. Um, a celebrity crush, somebody you have a crush on, you know? Just, you got to pick the phone up. You got to call it. And you got two minutes to get that person to either, you know, how your macking skills are, that you going to her house or she's coming to your house. However, okay. you know what I'm saying? Whatever. In fact, you ain't even married either, right? No, you ain't married. I was married for 12 years, but I'm-, I'm Was you really? I, I was married for 12 years. When I knew you, you was married? Uh, when I came out to your place, I- I had got married after after oh, that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I was married for twelve years. I did. I did nine. Yeah, I was faith, faithful to my wife. Never cheated. Never. never really? Nothing. Damn. Okay. You you was a different. That's guy how I got to my gig because she was a flight attendant for Delta. Is that what it was? She still yeah, fly for yeah. Delta. I jump on the plane every now and then. She be working. Like, oh, oh, you still talk to her like that? Yeah, we, we we cool. That's good, man. Man, y'all they they become family. Well, not all the time. Yeah, no. Nah, shit, okay, I don't know. You living a good life, Ricky. Come on now. Okay, She's I'm still fine you. now. Is she still fine? She dated a judge in Detroit. You know the judge to be sitting on the front row at all them shows with that mink on? That's her man? I think she talked to him. Oh, hell, hell. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. You all know right. what I'm talking about. I think I do know what you're talking about. The light-skinned judge be we had all the shows in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Right, right. Because I've done Detroit a couple of times. And, and, and but a lot of niggas have furs on and, and light skin in Detroit, you know, in the front row. But I don't like know. Oh, well, 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 you never know. You might be able to circle back around, Vicky. Vicky, uh, you never I'm, know. I'm no. straight. You straight now? You yeah. straight. You know, me and you dated the same girl one time. Okay. I ain't gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I don't go. Oh, yeah. no. 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 <laughs> you, you think I'm bored yet? Huh? I, 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 I'll show you pictures of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, no, oh, no, oh, they ain't gonna do all the O's and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah. No, no, she was good. Cool. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. So you, you can win some money. Okay. Okay, you know, we, we ain't got the Ricky Smiley money, okay? So you might even want to open an envelope, you know, when we, when we pull it over. We got that, and we got, uh, yeah, and just, so we want you to, see, what does it say? Call back. Oh, no, I'm gonna do the callback one. So what happens okay. is you gotta give a little energy to, um, to do this. Okay. You spin it. You want me to turn around to the camera? No, 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 no. We got, we got like this. Like, okay, okay. We got this, yeah. So, right, so, we, so we do. No, hold on. Now, I need a real spin to you now. I need a real. No, I, I didn't want to do this because I watched Price is Right. And, uh, is yeah, that, I, I always waited for the opportunity to spin the wheel. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the opportunity yeah. is here. All right. Hold on. Give, 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 give him a, a drum roll, y'all, for Ricky. Ricky's going, Ricky, Ricky's going. Ready? All right, yeah, I'm ready now. Real secret. A real secret. Is there a secret? Yeah, a real secret you need to share with us that you never told nobody. You know what I'm saying? That uh, you know, you ain't told nobody okay. before. Okay. Uh, make it a good one. Okay. You got. I used to work at Showbiz Pizza. It's now Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Damn, that's a secret. Man. And uh, I worked in the kitchen. Okay. And uh, some some. Don't you dare. Some prejudiced white people out there called me a dude named Sleepy, who I went to high school with, uh -huh. a N word. Ooh. And we, we made their pizza and I uh, took it back to the break room and rubbed our balls across their pizza before we put it in the oven. <laughs> wow. So, so so it had a different little topping on it and shit. I never, that's a, that's a you true story. Rubbed your balls on some pizza? Our, not on our balls, I dig too. Rubbed the, our dick God damn, our, the, the whole, whole pizza. And they, had, they had got a. What, what did they get? Sausage? One with sausage? They had got one with, it was got one with meat lovers and half pepperoni. And rub my dick and my balls across the whole pizza. <laughs> pull my underwear up and put it no, in the no, oven. Come on, come on. Cut it up and then took it out there and watch them eat it. <laughs> a, I like that one. I ain't never heard of shit like that. Hey. Wow. Hey, I went home and took a shower, man. Man, my thing, my thing had mozzarella cheese, <laughs> bell peppers, onions, mushrooms. <laughs> I did look like a. <laughs> 
damn burrito or something. Hell like, no. Hell I'm no. Sorry. <laughs> hell no. That's a true story. That's a true story. Yeah. All right. Because you're such a great, great dude. I just we give what's called a swag bag, man. We get yeah. gifts. My podcast give gifts, okay? Yeah. So open them up, look at them, check out what some of the stuff is, man. Oh, thank like, you, yeah, man. Come on, Ricky, come on, we do it. Check out whatever. No, I got this. You, you got signed that right? me one. I signed you, you one. one. I got, okay. but I, but I, okay. I, I signed it, and I'm gonna give right. give it a gift to, to uh, I'm gonna get one, one of my favorite comedians, Rita Brent. Oh, that's my girl. Can, yeah, that's make this girl. out yeah, to Rita yeah. Brent. I'm gonna yeah. give it to her. Yeah, cause that's my saw rod or whatever. Okay. Uh, rest in peace, Delta Sigma Theta. Uh, national president passed away this morning. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, condolences to all the members of Delta Sigma Theta and the whole, the whole divine nine. Uh, you know, I want to offer uh, right. condolences. I was raised by Deltas, and uh, uh, Delta Sigma Theta has been awesome to my life. So rest in peace. But yeah, I want yeah. that. I got mine. Okay. You signed mine. Yeah, okay. So that's for Rita Brent. Mm -hmm. But uh, man, thank you for no, 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 over. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, thank you, now man. That's, now that's no, that's a comedy. They have cards. It's like a, a game of comedy uh, a trivia game. In fact, right. you're in the book. I mean, you're in those card games. Okay. okay. And you can get and you can get that at uh, comedyhype.com forward slash show. Well, yeah, yeah, but forward slash something. Show. Yeah. Come on, man. Huh? I'm wearing this. Shop, shop, my bad. Where do you Come want on. me to wear this? Man, whenever you want to wear it, brother. Oh, you take, you take a picture in it too? Absolutely. I, on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it's something. Slim on. fit too. Come on now. It, it, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna me. do something on my uh, on my IG with this. Man, I appreciate right that. Man. Absolutely. Nah, I support man. you, bro. My hand right there. Yeah. 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 I'll shoot on the beach. On the beach. Shoot that on the beach? Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Yeah. That's in there. Thank you, bro. One more thing. I got a bracelet in there, brother. Come on. Come on, man. Don't stop like that. I got the okay. bracelet in there for you, brother. I thought Young you were giving the other bag with the little potato chips and no, stuff no, back there. Catering. Okay, that, that was catering. Catering here is terrible. Yeah, right, 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 right. The catering suck. I got some chili cheese Fritos, some damn Twizzers, some Twizzers. What else in that bag? And we roll the red carpet out for you, brother. Okay, most guests don't get nothing. Yeah. That's the best we had right there, brother. Now I got to go to cookout. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, a young sister, uh, uh, um, it's called uh, Celestial Goddess. She makes those bracelets. That's a bracelet for you, brother. You know, you can rock it, man. If you like man, it, real thank stone. you, man. No BS. So you got some blue on one day, man. Yes, Pop, sir. it's a real deal, man. It's not no, a fake you can rock this so, with yeah. anything. There you go, man. But no, Ricky, I appreciate you coming on my show, bro. You are a man of your word. You yes, came. Sir. You said, brother, there's a lot of comics and people who said they were going to come and didn't come. They ghosted me. Uh, Miss Pat. Uh, 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 no, she'll come. She'll come. come. Uh, well, yeah, okay, well, she don't answer my call, though. Give I her, thought she was cool as hell, but she ain't coming. Give her a minute. Jamie Brown, he said he coming. I never heard from him again. Well, you know Jake like, been sick and he way out there in L.A. He, no, he here like, now. He here now. Oh, he is. The nigga live around the corner. What? You drove two hours. He wouldn't oh, walk God, two blocks. I tell you, he uh, yeah, that's my, that's my homie. Put, I was like, what? I put pressure on Jay. Okay, I'm like, come on. We yeah. comedians, man. Yeah, I put Jay in the All right, that's what it is. But no, I appreciate it. I'm so happy for you, man. I'm, thank you for coming on the show. First of all, I really mean that. But besides that, we have 30 years of, of friendship, yeah. brother. And I hope we have 30 years more, man. You're a good dude. I'm always there for you, man. If you ever need me, just holler at me, brother. I mean that sincerely, though. Not some Hollywood oh, shit. I'm here. real with the stuff, man. So yeah. thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thanks. Uh, give a round of applause for Ricky Smiley coming on. Yo, you know how we do it here on Pierre's Panic Room. Every week we have some great guests. It's no different, man. I got love for the brother. Thank y'all for watching. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. At there it is right there, man. And I'll see y'all. Love y'all. And we'll holler at y'all later. Hey, what up? This is your boy, Ricky Smiley, man. I survived Pierre's Panic Room, man. It was crazy, man. It got hot in here. But hey, we made it. Thank you for the opportunity, bro. I love you. Turn me up a little bit. Turn me up a little bit.
Hey, what up, this your boy, Ricky Smiley, man. Hey, make sure y'all click the subscribe button. Did I say it right? Subscribe, subscribe. Boy, black folks, somewhere is there some black folks can't say it. That's, that's one of my harms. Subscribe, click, just click it. You know the hell I'm talking about. Click it.